and life that I've been living before that was over because something new started for all the Ukrainians. Welcome to the Finding Safe Havens podcast by Dutch human rights organization Justice and Peace. How do you imagine a safe haven? In this podcast series, you'll listen to the stories of different people from The Hague. With the outbreak of the Ukraine-Russia war, hundreds of thousands of people fled Ukraine. Among them is Victoria, who is now sharing her experience of leaving her family behind and starting a journey into the unknown in the pursuit of a safe haven. The Dutch movement of Salmon Here, meaning together here in English, is dedicated to creating safe pathways and safe havens for people who had to flee their homes. Get involved through the link in the description of the podcast. My name is Victoria Gabko, and I'm going to tell you a story about Ukraine, about my country, which has a war nowadays. I just want to share my feelings and probably the feelings uh, all of Ukrainians that live there for now. I remember that day, uh, it was 24 of February, and I woke up in my bed suddenly. My mother was calling me, and uh, she told me the war has started. And it was so terrible feeling, and it was such a kind of pause inside of me. And then the panic started, and I didn't know what to do. She told me, like, you need to uh, pack your stuff, some needed stuff that you need for at least for living, some water, bread, something like that passport ID card. I was running off time and I took that backpack and I moved to my parents. And the life that I've been living before that was over because something new started for all the Ukrainians. I was thinking about my life and about uh, everything that I had only yesterday and what should I do these days and what should I do now. Uh, I came to my parents and um, everyone had such a huge panic at that time. And all the people, especially with the small children, they tried to escape from the city because nobody uh, knew what to do. And they tried to arrange some things, you know, to catch their car. But they they have no opportunity to collect the stuff at least because they took almost nothing with them and moved nowhere. And I remember that picture of the train station of Kharkiv. This is the city which is on the border with the Russia. And the picture was crowded with the people. I don't know how many people was there, but it was just crushed, just crushed. And just only one train which can take them out of the Ukraine. And it was so meaningful for me because I got this kind of panic attack inside of me and I was thinking, like, nobody can escape from here and everybody gonna die right here just being alive because it's some kind of no decision for that because you're alive but you can say anything, you can do anything 
you are like captured in this country and not having some choice to move further. And it was hard decision to speak with my family, to ask them to move in some other country, some other place. But they told me that we are not going to do there because it's our home, it's our place. And we really want to stay here. Doesn't matter if it's safe, it's, if it's not. And I decided to move by myself because I feel in some calling from my source to move some other place. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to go. I didn't have any possibility, any places for that. And I moved to Poland. It was really long way. The train took 40 hours without any stops, with a lot of people inside, without lights. And we heard a lot of this kind of uh, bombing outside of the train. And it was really dangerous, yeah, but people was trying to save their life and trying to save the life of their children. And after that long way, I moved to the Poland, some quiet place in the village. And I've been living for two or three weeks there with unknown people. And I didn't know what to do. And it was really hard time for me to understand that I'm separated from my family, I'm separated from my friends, but still I choose this way and I need to continue that. And I woke up in the morning with the heart attack that I'm not sure if my parents still alive and if I need to be back to Ukraine or if I need to continue my path. It was pretty hard decision for me. But I decided to follow my intuition and I decided to move further. And then I tried to ask which place can I go, which country should I go. And um, the one uh, friend of mine, she was living, she moved to the Netherlands and she told me like they have opportunity, they provide some places for uh, living for Ukrainians and I decided to move to the Netherlands. Ми в кав'ярні в компанії трішечки пари, той спокій моя примара. Ти новини ведеш на якомусь каналі, а точно тобі не пара. Я не саме розмови про каву і вистави, ну точно нам ні до чого. І братан зараз скаже у нас якісь справи, ніхто не тримає нікого. It was free flight for Ukrainians. I took my tickets and I moved to the Netherlands and just remember those days, day that I arrived in Eindhoven, Eindhoven. My host family met me at the train station and I remember it was um, husband with his son and they were staying in the train station and they sent me this picture we are here and the son was so cute, so lovely. It was like a new page of my life. I'm here in the Netherlands and I'm going to start the new page of my life with these people, with this country, with new opportunities. And then it was pretty long way, a lot of experience, a lot of feelings inside of me, a lot of separation, but a lot of 
loneliness, and I always had a desire to move back to Ukraine. And I was thinking that they didn't have that, but I did. And it wasn't so easy. And I believe for all the, all the Ukrainians who is living now abroad, they are living for two countries at the same time because they're feeling their city, their country still every day, every moment. And you wake up in the morning and you are thinking about what's going on in Ukraine, what's going on with your family, especially if, if they are there in Ukraine. And I want to say that um, it was really hard and difficult lessons, but I truly believe that it was really important for all of us to feel what's really important in your life and what's the most important value you put in your life and to get rid of everything else which is not needed and to trust the life, to be by yourself and to go continue your own way even if you don't know where to go and to find this peace and power inside of you no matter what and uh, to be still to be more open to life even in this unknown condition and still to continue wake up in the morning no matter where you are be grateful for everything that you have be grateful for this life that you can have for this place that you can live for this breeze that you can take and for this hope that you have in your heart try to find some light even if it's really dark outside and try to believe in the sunrise even if it seems like it's not going to come and i'm really really grateful for everything that i had and i wish all of us be strong inside and continue to believe in love in light and to find this peace inside of you. This was the story of Victoria. On justiceandpeace.nl, you can find more stories. Read, be inspired, and learn more about how to contribute to sustainable, just, and welcoming societies. Thank you for listening. Follow this podcast and stay tuned for more.